And we just wanna have a good time. Everybody to the flow. Why you frontin'? Get the actin' like you know. This is another Two Tones production. Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. What's happening, K? Listen, we out here, man. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Maybe I think this is 11, uh, 10. I don't know. Another episode of Two Tones. Um, your boy Tony Lee. Follow yes. me on Twitter at T O N Y L E underscore. You can find me there. You know what I mean? Tony, what's up? Where you found that, man? Tell these people you can find you at. Hey, Besides the third heaven. It's Tony Timberlake. I ain't in the third heaven right now. We good. <laughs> but, we, hope, we hope not. But go ahead. Uh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Y'all can find me at T-O-N-Y-T-I-M-B-E-R-L-A-K-E, the number three, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find Tony Lee at LurkMasterLex. Um, chill, <laughs> chill. Um, definitely chill. Um, but nah, nah, man. I mean, we back again. We was going for about two weeks. Um, I was on vacation. It was my B-Day week. Y'all forgive me. Um, I was out here winning in these streets. You know what I mean? 27 years old. Staying out so, of the I mean, third heaven. Definitely stayed out of that. You know what I mean? God is good. Um, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, but, but nah, like, y'all, um, it was my birthday. I'm 27. Thank God for that. You know, another year of life. You know, growing in maturity and everything else. So, man, I'm, I'm proud of that. So, we back here again. Y'all forgive me. Like I said, it was my fault. You know, we didn't record because I didn't want to record. It's my beating week. What you mean? Um, so, we back again. And we turned up, man. Listen, if y'all want to send me something, hit my PayPal up. It's my email address. And send me some gifts, some love, man. We out here. Yeah, definitely. I doubt anybody would do that, but. Let's and you can it, send the brother some slander. He's good for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Send me the slander. Like, shout out to Erica. She already started the slander on the timeline. Good <laughs> God. I'm always here for slander. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? We'll pray later. So, let's get it, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's get to some music, man. It's been a minute. Um, yes, sir. Let's talk about these Kirk Franklin records. Mm. Uh, there's two singles. There's Wanna Be Happy. Um, and then there's One, Two, Three, Victory. Which one you want to talk about first? Um, one, two, three, victory. Because I really don't like want to be happy. <laughs> Honestly, I <laughs> want to be happy sounds like a Al Green. It's actually paying uh, tribute to Al Green. Honestly, it's like you know, I'm so tired of yada yada. But um, I really don't like it. It's kind of generic to me, you know. But Kirk is. This is a this is a Kirk starter record. Like yeah, think it is about a starter. It. That's I mean, think say. about yeah. it. You got this. You got lovely day. He always takes something from like the mid to late seventies yeah. and flips it. So. Yeah, this is what we think. we come to expect this from Kurt. Um mm-hmm. I think it's a solid start. Um I think it's probably I think it'll probably work similar to Smile, how Smile did on the last album. Yeah. Um, but I like Smile actually at first, so this one I just don't uh, <laughs> okay. at all. But um one two three victory is dope. I like that. And yeah. I like, you know, the one, two, three, all that like yeah, yeah. I mean, my vocals out, yeah, I hit. But um, yeah, I like it. I really like one, two, three victory. Yeah. Um everybody's church choir gonna be snapping this joint next summer. Watch. Eight, exactly. Like <laughs> Especially the that. youth choir. The youth choir gonna have a one, two, three victory shirts. Yeah. You the, already know the what's shirts, up. Though? He said the shirts. Yeah, they're gonna get the <laughs> um, airbrush they're gonna get the airbrush shirts. But yeah, Kirk <laughs> Kirk hasn't dropped in like five years. Like the same Yo, airbrush shirts he got. Crazy. But yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Kirk hasn't dropped. Like in five Yo, years, man. Let me ask um, you this. Do you realize who else drops around the same time Kirk drops? No, I don't know. Who's that? Puffy. Kanye? Puffy does. Every time Puff is, um, is releasing, Kirk's somewhat releasing, in, like within six months. I never thought of it that way. Wow. Last Train to Paris was like, what, late 2010, right? Yeah. Wow. And then Hello Fear was like April of 11. 
Well, listen, they got the same like spirits. Puff dance all over the stage. Kirk dance all over the pianos and be grinding. So listen, they're the same. <laughs> they have the same spirit, man. Like that and, flashy. And, and, and straight up, Kirk might have more hits. No, Kirk does. Listen, I listen. Hit I said this Kirk. on Twitter. Hashtag hit King Kirk. Yo, Kirk got more hit singles than your favorite rapper, most likely. Probably besides Jay. But I don't know. That's even debatable. Like, Kirk has. Nah, if Drake got more than Jay, Kirk has more than Drake. Mm. Let's be real. <laughs> but let's be. And what and what hit are we talking about? They eyes, people might be like, what? Not number one, technically, Billboard. I mean, no. If you're talking about number one gospel hits, yes. Same regimen. <laughs> Kirk. Like, if you're talking about. If his. Hits are dependent upon the number one gospel, you know, song no, in the country. But, but, yo, think about it like this. Kurt got records, like album cut records, that everybody knows. <laughs> yes. Secular, Christian, atheist, Muslim, and a Muslim <laughs> brother. They, they, everybody knows Kurt Franklin. Like, yeah. now. What you feeling, what you want, son? Who you calling to, son? Yo, man. Kurt had, had bars on the low, too. Let's, yeah, we're going to drop a Kurt episode, like. Definitely. Definitely, we gotta go through these Kirk. We gotta go through these Kirk bars and, and like Kirk got more hits than Puffy. Let's keep it. Let's keep it real. Um, but back to the singles. I want you to be victories. <laughs> I like it. Um, want to be happy. I'm not. I'm. I really don't like it, honestly. But obviously, I think the album's gonna be dope. Kirk is known for great albums. Besides, um, I never liked that one to see album. I never liked. Bro, that don't exist. Don't you? Yeah, I know. That don't yeah, even that exist. Was... Why you even bring that up? Scratch that. We gotta edit yeah. that out. That don't yeah. even. Nah. <laughs> that wasn't. Yeah. Um. Rebirth is his best album. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about all that on a Kirk episode. It's definitely coming. Definitely. But I will say this. Kirk got this little theme going on with his album covers, dog. Because the last album cover was the same color scheme. Yeah, it's vanity. He always himself, his shirt is open. (laughs) He had his shirt off on Fight of My Life, showing his muscles off. Now he got his chest open. Like, come on. Kirk is known for that. But Kirk always going to be in the center. Like, it's not about you. You write the songs. You don't sing. You scream. Nah, that's my boy. Nah, Kirk do be singing. Don't, don't, Don't do that. Oh, you, oh, I'm not gonna talk about that. I, was it, say, I didn't no. say it was good singing, but he do be singing some of these records. Family. He, he does stuff like that. He screams, and you know, <laughs> I, Kirk is a legend. He's the goat. When it comes to gospel music, you know, Kirk, Kirk is that dude. He makes great music, Definitely. and I love his album. So it's no no real slander. It's just that. Um, let's look at his track list real quick, though. His upcoming right, album. So, let's check this out. So um, the album is called "Losing My Religion," and it comes right? out November 13th. Um, yeah. This is I'm I'm thankful for it already. Um, I've been yeah, waiting no. for a Kirk record. Honestly, I thought he was going to drop one like two years ago. Because um, he was, I remember he tweeted about like the family being uh, 20 years old from the first album. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, yo, did. is he bringing the family back? Like, they about to drop another joint? Let's get it. Um, but that never happened. Um, but, mm. you know, Kirk be doing a lot of stuff. He'd be on Sunday's Best, he'd be on um, the American Bible Challenge with the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who watches that, but yeah, he'll be on that. Whatever channel that comes on, IFC or something. It comes on like Sci-Fi. Game Show Network. And it's they... on Sci-Fi somewhere. Nobody watch that. <laughs> you stupid. It ain't on Sci-Fi. It's on TBN. I'm kidding. Oh, uh, we definitely not. the blasphemous, the blasphemous network. We're definitely not watching that. Um, but yeah, Kirk. We Kirk's on tour with Jody. Kirk, Kirk does a lot. Like <laughs> yeah, Kirk is everywhere. Kirk does a little bit of everything. Um, but let's talk about this track listing. Um, there's 13 tracks. Uh, when yeah. I saw the number, um, I thought it was typical in the sense of everybody's doing shorter albums. So 11 Everybody. To, 11 to like 15 is, seems to be the average album length in tracks now. Um, so I was a little disappointed because I'm used to these Kirk albums with like 20 tracks. Um, yeah. But not what we're getting. So 
got to be happy with what he gives. So we'll see what Five it ends up sounding be. like. Mm-hmm. But um, just looking at this track list, track one is Losing My Religion. Track two is Miracles. Track three is One, Two, Three, Victory, uh, which mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about. Um, track four is Road Trip. Track five is Pray For Me. Um, <laughs> speaking of you which. You skip over this. <laughs> I want to be happy as track six. <laughs> track, track, track seven, seven has its time featuring <laughs> Tasha Page Lockhart and Zacardi Cortez. Um, interesting to see what that sounds like. I haven't heard right. of Zacardi Cortez. So, um, you haven't heard of Zacardi? To... Yeah, he, be sang, he sang with James Fortune. What up, for all you gospel heads, you know, I don't listen to gospel okay. so much anymore. But yeah. yeah. But, um, Track eight is True Story. Track nine is over. Is Drake on this joint? Um, no, I hope not. <laughs> no one, Kirk, listen. <laughs> track Infinite. 10. This one, this, I'm, I'm waiting to hear this one. Track 10 yeah, is When, featuring Kim Burrell and Layla Hathaway. Yeah, this caught my... I'm just, when, I'm just waiting to hear this joint. Dude, when you sent me the track listing, this right here caught my like attention. I'm like, what? Kim Burrell is my favorite singer of all time, those who don't know. And Layla Hathaway is one of the best singers when it comes to tone and stuff like that. Like, she can do her own harmony. Like, she's... Yeah. I mean, she harmonizes with herself. So, this track right here, I'm curious to see how how, how this would sound. And, I, man, I, man, like, Kimberell and Layla Hathaway on one track. Kirk yeah. is the GOAT. Like, Kirk, Kirk is the GOAT, man. Puffy move over. It ain't your season, man. <laughs> it ain't, ain't your real season. Real talk, like... <laughs> um. Track 11 is My World Needs You, featuring Sasha Reeves, Sarah Reeves, my bad, Sarah mm-hmm. Reeves, Tasha Cobb, and Tamala Man. Um, I'm interested in this one, too. Right, right. T- Tasha and Tamala. Yeah, Come on, like. bro. Yeah. Um, Intercession is track 12, and he ends it off with No Sleep Tonight. Um, Good God. No one curry. I don't know what that record about. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's Kurt Franklin, people. It could be about the Lord. It could be. It's Kurt Franklin, either or. Nah, but dog. um, dog, dog. No, I'm, um... I'm so weak right now. Because when I first no, because when I first read this joint, I was the first thing that came to mind when I read "No Sleep" was Janet's record. So for you to oh, say, oh God, yeah, she just dropped that too. Listen, this is Kurt Franklin we're talking about. You never know what you're gonna get. Um, yeah. So um. We're definitely looking forward to the album, Christians and non-Christians alike, because everybody likes Kirk Franklin. Um, so hopefully this is a encouraging, um, testimonial, you know, album that and musically, sonically great also, which I don't expect nothing less. So we, I mean, we're just waiting for. It. Um, and we'll talk about it definitely in this podcast. So man, y'all look, y'all look out for that, man. Definitely. So let's um let's get into these button records. Mm. All right. So Joe but- Button. Um, most of you may know him from loving hip hop or uh, couples therapy, mm-hmm. but he's actually a really dope rapper. Um, really dope. Bar for bar, not many are hanging with him. Um, he dropped an album, and it's called All Love Lost. Um, he dropped No Love Lost a couple years ago. Some Love Lost was an EP about last year, mm-hmm. and this came out uh, last week. There's two records in particular um, that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think they're probably the two strongest records on the whole joint. Um, they are. Let's start with Top Love three, I'm Good. Love I'm Good is amazing. Like this, this is the best record on the album, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. He talks, and it's crazy how he uses love as a metaphor. Well, not as a metaphor, but in a place of hip hop, basically. You know, because yeah. I think he's talking about hip hop. You know, you the, were, yeah. Not, the first verse, he's talking about hip hop. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's the Young Thug and Future joint. That's what I love about Joe Budden. He's not afraid yeah. to. He said she's. Uh, didn't he say she stopped eating meat when she found out I work in a slaughterhouse? Yeah, like, that Yo. was a hard bar. Like, do you just get the about... weight of that bar? Like, yeah, man. God, like, but it's nice. Like, he's talking about she hanging with Young Thug and Future and now. He, like, I think the other joint. This was a bar I really liked. I think it was on his record. He said, if you want to hit a high note, you got to sing it. Like, basically saying, if you want to hit a high note in hip-hop, you got to get to singing the high notes. And I was yes. like, yo, this is like almost a triple entendre. Like, I thought of it this but, way. High note. Yo. I thought about this. High note. Like, literally, if you want a high note on your record, you're going to have mm-hmm. to sing it because they're not getting singers no more. Um, right. High note as in, like, pay. If you want high pay, you want to make the money that you think you should make in hip-hop, you got to mm-hmm. sing some records. And then high note, like if you want to have the the level of success of like Drake, who's the high note right now, yeah, you got to sing. Yeah. So and I'm like, yo, this dude, man, just he's very introspective and he's not afraid to say we want. To, I love people like that. I love rappers like that. Very blunt and very you know straightforward. And but it's really like he's always been a type to name names and to be himself. Like, and I love him for that. Like this love I'm good record is really. Probably the best. It's really hard. I love this record. And this is an eight-minute Joe Button record. Yeah, this always. Is, I mean, if you yeah. listen to Joe or if you follow <laughs> Joe for any time, an eight-minute Joe Button record is what you are expecting. You're going to get eight minutes. The minimum, five, six, so, six minutes minimum. But, yeah. What did you think about the third verse? Um, The one to his oh, son. That was... Uh, I'll let you comment on that first. Because, it was uh, a little. It was a little painful. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like it's it's hard to. I mean, yeah, it's hard to listen to the scenario of a father and a son being estranged uh, mm-hmm. because it's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Fathers and sons are supposed to have good relationships. So to hear, which I, I'll, um, I'm I guess somewhat not thankful so much, but. I'm glad that Joe was able to actually detail this because there are a lot of estranged relationships and you don't really hear about that in hip hop. Um, right. And, it and mostly it's like, yeah. mostly it's like, all right, I'm in the club, popping bottles, I'm pulling models, whatever. Yeah. Um, dudes don't talk about the wreck that, you know, this life can cause their families, their children. Um, and so you get one side of the perspective from this. Um, obviously, you get Joe's side because Joe is the artist. Right, um, right. But to see that he, it seems like he has some regrets that it's like that. But mm-hmm. feels like he's stuck in a hard place to talk to his son about why things are the way they are between them. Um, yeah, it's definitely, yo, it's very introspective. Um, definitely heartfelt. Like you can feel, that's always with Joe. Like I love, I love the ad-libs too up here. I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't know if that was a thing on his prior albums, but like how he echoes it out with his like little, oh, yeah. you know, screams that's and a, stuff. That's a Joe thing. Oh, he see, I never screams heard. the end of the bar with the bar. Yeah, that, yeah. I love that, especially on this verse right here, dude. Like, I feel like I was there. Like I was sitting next to the son. He talking down to me, like chill. Like so, it's it's definitely like yo, yeah. So this album as a whole gives you that, but these two songs in particular, like "Love I'm Good" and um, yeah, "Love for You." Right? "Love for You" is produced by Boy Wonder. Really? Yes. That wow, record is so hard. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's hard. The beat, that's probably one of my favorite beats up here. Bruh, yes. Um, and one of the things he talks about, um, he mentions his father um, after surgery. 
You yeah, know, he, yeah, he does. He's like, you know, I, I felt like I was about to miss you, and I'm thinking about everything I never said, every text I never sent, the times mm-hmm. we didn't kick it when we could have. And he's like, but then you got well, and I went back to living how I was before I had that moment of clarity. That's um, crazy, man. Where I was, where I'm back to not telling you that I love you. Um, yeah, it's, and this kind of will come back up a little bit later in our episode, but definitely, definitely. it's just speaks on the importance of relationship and good relationship, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and really being there for the people in your life. Um, but yeah, man. Um, and then Imani crushes this hook, dog. Yeah, he's... I never heard a dude before this. Yeah, Imani. Imani's on, like, every Joe record from, like, I think, like, Mood Music 2 or 3, at least. He, yeah, I never heard a dude. He definitely kills it, though. Like, like he's, the first time I heard I heard Imani was... Um, I came... I started listening to Joe with Mood Music 4, um, and mm-hmm. I heard him on Stuck in the Moment, and I swore it was Neo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then uh, I started listening some more. I'm like, all right, this ain't Neil. Who is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does kind of sound like Neil, but but he crushes this hook, man. Uh, no, he does. He does. Um, like I said, these are two of the top three records on the album, in my opinion. Um, but the album as a whole definitely gives gives you that passionate, heartfelt, transparent Joe, which is Joe. Definitely. Um, so yeah, and you still get analytical Joe if you watch any of the shows. You think <laughs> if you watch how yeah. he breaks down, or just listen to him talk watch his breakfast club interview any of his interviews just the way that he he's processes very, life very analytical like he's very like okay and the thing is he does it with a, such a calm voice he's trying to talk to him. you get frustrated <laughs> at times like dude like he's like True. right um so yeah it's that's how he is though so definitely dope songs um dope album um i'm, I'm it's still a rotation honestly so can't lie about that so i'm still listening to it listen definitely, definitely worth checking out um so let's get so to yeah. these to, to these two records. Um, friend of the show, Armand Wake Up. Um, dot com. Armand Wake Up. <laughs> dot com. Yeah, you stupid. He, he would um, definitely tell you in every record. Yeah. Armand Wake Up dot com. <laughs> Make sure he t- <laughs> That's uh, the homie, though. That's nah, the that's homie, homie though. But. but he definitely, uh, he's, he's uh, been dropping stuff on Wednesdays for Marcus Graham Wednesdays. Um, mm-hmm. Because he has a project called The Epiphany of Marcus Graham uh, coming right. soon. Uh, and so he's been releasing records. Um, and he's released two so far. Um, I think the first one was Jacqueline versus Angela, correct? Correct, correct. Right. record. Jacqueline versus Angela. This brother takes the beat from Don't Walk Away by Jade. Yeah. Uh, a 93 classic. And murders this joint. Um, yeah, he... And we got first, early, so listen. First off, I love listening to this record while I'm driving, and it's like Sunday afternoon after I get off work. Like, right. The vibe of it is just very summery, and it's still a little bit warm at like the time I'm getting off work. So be cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking the whole this album itself is going to sound like that sonically, because even so. the next the next single, "Give You a Minute," like that too. It's like. That's a house record, though. Like, that's really yeah. a house record. Yeah, let's get and, to him skating on house records, man. Bruh. Like, <laughs> he's my dude. Like, that's my nigga. Like, that's really my friend. But, like, that give you a minute <laughs> record. Like, I'm not I'm not biased at all, but he really killed that record. Like, yeah. like so bad. My brother, he only listened to, like, something he was not listening to or rap itself that much. He's like, yo, who's that? Like, he was just spitting, like, in a mind, some line, whatever. Um... And he killed it. And everybody knows me knows I love house music. I'm not talking about this EDM pop new crap, but like real deep soul house, like Black <laughs> Coffee, um, Just Us, but, um, Kenny Bobian, like stuff like that. And 
he's really skating on this track. And John Jamaica kills the hook too. So, like, yeah. I want to hear this live. I have to hear this live, whether it's in Yo, Ohio, seen, New York, hold on, Jersey. Cause I seen Armand tweet a video, and I ain't watch it yet, so I got to go check it. But he said uh, they turned it into the offering music, so I got to hear that. To the what music? Offering music at church. Offering? Yes. Oh, they took out plastic bag and put that in? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they took out plastic bag for Armand record in. That's, that's hard. But they Word. put that for offering music? Yes. I'd be doing all types of dances in that loud, bro. Like that record is really good. Yo, you'd be um, like that dude in the video when he was dancing around the offering line. The offering, the African dude <laughs> doing flips. I mean, he's a clown. Like, but nah, yo, check out Armand. Wake up on Twitter and all that. Check out ArmandWakeUp.com. Check those singles out. And like I said, um, my f- favorite one is the second single. Give you a minute. That I'm, I don't want to say that's going to be my favorite song off the upcoming album because um, I love house music. I love that record, but. That record is really good. Like I, and I'm actually playing it in my house, in my car. Like when I really like records, I play them in my house and in my car also. Like you gotta come with me everywhere. So that give you a minute is definitely hard. A house record, like Sandman on a production. Um, yeah, man, it's dope, man. Shout out to Armand, man. So definitely. And um, yeah, we got some surprises coming soon. So yeah, stop talking man. about surprises. It's supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> Listen, we we got some interviews, but it's, yeah. it's all right. We out here. Alright, so um Yeah man. This is everybody's favorite section of the show. We out here. Who getting to tone it down today, bruh? Listen, listen, um first of all y'all forgive me. We ain't get toned down like in two or three weeks. I know. I've been busy. My mom been on the Lord so much I ain't been able to tell nobody to tone it down. Um <laughs> think I'm lying. But um yes, tone it down this week. This is a weird tone it down for me, <laughs> the right? The Lord ain't tell you to give somebody a tone it down the last Yeah, the Lord ain't <laughs> tell me to tell somebody to tone it down, so that's why y'all ain't been getting it recently. I think Andy got the last one, and he definitely deserved it. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, this tone it down is a bit weird for me. Um, tone it down this week is going to the camera woman of this young girl. And the reason why, you know what? I'm just going to play the video. And, yeah, I'm going to play the video. Y'all see. Here we go. Play the clip. There's the flush. Yeah. Um. You gotta tell them what's t- going on in this video, man. Yeah. So it's a young girl, and she has a goldfish, right? And a goldfish died, and the goldfish is in the toilet. And while it's in the toilet, they're having a funeral for the goldfish. And a young girl's favorite song happens to be Six Seven Nine by Fetty Wap. So for the f- <laughs> goldfish's funeral, they sung Six Seven Nine in a harmonic. <laughs> They sung 679, and the camera woman sung it with her, which is, I think, her sister or whatever. Um, Tone It Down isn't going to the little girl or the camera woman for anything bad. It's simply going to them because I wanted to hear extended version. Um, Don't just stop. (laughs) That clip was so good. I wanted to hear the complete song, and I want to hear other covers of Freddie's records. So, um, Tone It Down. (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking. This just made my mind. I was wishing, like, you ever, like, flush the toilet and the joint just go real slow? Yeah. I was hoping that it would be doing that while she's singing the rain. Fam. Like, I... So, just tone it down isn't giving maliciously this week. It's just giving because, listen, you're going to do that, make a web sensation, give us a longer clip. 
extended clips. <laughs> Shut up to Charlie. You know what I'm saying? So y'all get toned down for not making it longer, for not making real money off this young girl, because that clip is hilarious. And um, shout out to Fetty Wap. He he, he being sang at you know weddings, uh, parties, bar mitzvahs, uh, goldfish funerals. Um, so yeah, tone it down goes to the camera woman of the little girl for not really extending that and giving us what we really wanted. Um, it was a sight to see. Um, very funny. And um, yeah, man. So we back at it, man. Tone it down. Squat. <laughs> I was crying, bruh. When that happened, bruh. Yo. Nigga, like, yeah. Oh, I was out of here. All right. So, um, we're going to get into uh, the main topic of our show today. Um, and, yes, sir. And unfortunate news, uh, former Los Angeles Lakers star Lamar Odom, uh, former sixth man of the year in the NBA. Um, Two-time champion. Yeah, two-time NBA champion. Um, I think it was a multiple-time All-Star. Um, uh-huh. And just a very um, unique player uh, for his size and skill set. Right. Um, at 6'10", uh, could run, basically run the point. Um, and this is, he came out, I think he was drafted in 99 or 2000. So this is pre-LeBron. You had a 6'10 dude that can handle the rock. Yeah, can shoot it a little bit, can distribute, and is very unselfish. Like, just yeah, clips for days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, clips for days of him throwing crazy alley oops when he played for the Clippers with Darius Man, Miles. Maggetti. And the whole, Wasn't Maggetti there with him too? Yeah, Darius Miles, Corey Maggetti, Elton yeah. Brand, Quentin Richardson, all them they dudes. When they used in. to do the little head knocking thing. Yeah. Um, little, that little songs. Lamar yeah. was running the point basically for these teams. Um, unfortunately. Um, the last few years for him have not been um, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been uh, rumored and, in this case, uh, found to have had a problem with substance abuse. Um, and this time he was – recently he was found in a Nevada brothel um, unconscious um, and spent some days in a coma. Um, as of right now, um, reports right. are that he's – been awake for a few days correct mm-hmm. yeah doing better you know he's doing better and he's on the road to recovery so we definitely want to continue in um our thoughts and prayers for lamar odom um, and we definitely hope to see um a full recovery um but it just brings up um the issue of substance abuse and the issue of um care and accountability uh to and for our friends Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you kick it off, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to piggyback on what you were saying about Lamar, um, yeah, it definitely happened. A definitely uh, a tra- tragic situation. Um, and one of the things that got me is how the media portrayed them, you know, mm-hmm. saying he's a reality star, you know, ex-Kardashian, yada, yada, um, and just erasing his complete past. You know, two-time champion, you know, was the dude in high school, college, you know what I mean? So... It baffles me how the media portrayed them, you know, once he was down. I think he had a video of going at TMZ and somebody saying that, like, y'all only, y'all only hear when I'm going going through bad things, yada, yada, which happens, which the media does that, right? And that, that definitely baffled me and got into my skin when they, well, ex-Kardashian, reality star, like, this is Lamar Odom, right? He had a life way before this show that nobody really watches. You understand what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, as you were saying, Accountability is definitely important and definitely key in life. Um, I might, I myself, like, I'm guilty of that. 
I don't check on a lot of my friends and family members as I should, honestly speaking. Um, I should be more um, encouraging. I should be more, you know, uh, empathetic, you know, and, and able to reach out more, should I say. I am that way to those who are around me for the most part, but I don't reach out as much as I should do. Um, but, yeah, this is definitely a tragic situation. You never know what people are going through, man. Um, I've had friends talk about depression, um, borderline suicide, and and this was like at the pinnacle of these things, right? They came out with it. Had I been been in touch with them, had I, you know, been checking up on them, not just physically, you know, not just a high and by, but, you know, you need to check on the mental hygiene of those around you. You never know what someone's going through, right? But had mm-hmm. I been there from the beginning, I would have been able to, you know, step in and say, yo, let me help you in this process. Let me stop before it gets to this point, right? And um, I think it's something, you know, and I think we touched on this before in some of the past episodes, um, but there's people that we live with we don't even check up mm-hmm. check up on as we should right there's people in our circles there's people in our group chats there's people on a timeline we converse with every day but we don't even check on our you know uh stability emotional stability mental stability like people are really hurting out here financially mm-hmm. you know state like people are really hurting out here and i have friends that reach out to me and tell me yo i, I need help with this yada yada and i'm looking at it like that that's one of my closest friends but if i would have been more you know open and willing like yo how's your day going like sometimes we got to sit each other down and say yo what's your life like you understand what i'm saying what are you going through like what are some of your personal issues and it reminds me of that song um tony tillman the camden camden no, the, yeah. no ghost ghost it reminds me of ghost and how his friend was going with something you know and wound up killing himself and his wife and he was like yo like i could have you know willingly stopped something if i actually reached out and then just brush it off so you know mm-hmm. high and by isn't good enough nowadays it really isn't everybody's about themselves everybody's about their own thing you know doing what they do but we need to stop and take time and really check up on our brothers our sisters our best friends our close friends our wives our husbands like people are married and not even knowing what the person Yo, they're even married your to co-workers man not just yeah. necessarily like yeah yeah you never know what the person next to you can be going through like exactly the day that you have a conversation with your co-worker could be the day that you stop them from doing something off the deep end bruh i have Dude, I had people come to me recently and say stuff, and I'm like, gosh, like I'm hurt, but I'm like, dang, I thought also that's a, that's a failure on my part for not reaching out. Say, so, yo, how are you mentally? Mm-hmm. Not just one or two people, but people in general, you know. And as Christians, whatever we're called to do that, you get what I'm saying? We're called to reach out and be empathetic. And we all can get in our ways. We all can, you know, get in our little moves. We want to be by ourselves, but listen, I would want someone to do the same for me. And mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes running down and knocking down someone's door because you try to reach out to people. Some people are like, no, I'm good, I'm good. It takes, you know, running up and, and you know, getting to people's business to say, yo, I'm really here. What's going on? Because, you know, I'm a standoffish type person, you know, when it comes to my, you know, personal things. I don't really talk to anybody, honestly. Um, some people at times I do, right? But for the most part, I don't. And there's people who have to barge their way into my life like, no, I'm listening. What's going on? And after the fact, I have to thank God for it. Understand what I'm saying? Because at the moment, I'm like, nah, I don't need to tell you my business, yada, yada. But after the fact, they actually pushed themselves in my life and pushed themselves in my situations. It actually helped me to be more open and just really, you know, better mm-hmm. me mentally and emotionally. So it's definitely important, man. Accountability and is definitely key. Like, Yeah. And it's definitely easier to, you know, close yourself off or to withhold what you're going it? through to yourself. But it's also much more dangerous to do so. Um, it's, yeah. Because... Sometimes we can get into our own head about things that going are going on in our own lives and not see a way out. And it can get overwhelming. But that's why God gives us people in our lives, friends and family, to help us 
um, really see other ways. Like there are things yeah. that your friends can see in you that you can't see. Mm-hmm. There are things that they can see about your situation that you can't see. Um, and so it's always, it's always good to have people who care for you and have your best interests at heart around mm-hmm. you and have open lines of communication about how you're feeling about anything. Um, and, and there's another thing. Don't feel like something is insignificant. If it affects you, it affects you. Exactly. Like, and that's one of the reasons people don't come out. Like, I don't want to talk about this. It's not really that important. I'm good. No, it is important because I care about you. I love you. Right. And this can actually, it may not seem as important now, but this can, this can like be a snowball effect. It's not as important now. Down the road, it keeps plaguing you. Now it turns into something physical. Now it turns, you know, it turns to permanent mistakes. So you never know. Something could be so small at the moment, but it can turn to something very great and significant if you don't give it the time. And I think another issue is that, you know, sometimes we think issues we're dealing with, dealing with, they're foreign to other people. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing new under the sun, right? And I think sometimes we think, well, I'm going through this. You can't relate. You can understand. And at times, we may not be able to understand a certain issue that's at hand, right? And but, uh, real quick, ahead. not to cut you off, but even just going in on that point about yeah. you know talking about the things that affect you um, and kind of coming back to Lamar Odom as the jumping off point, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know as much about his life um, as I've come to know the past couple of days. But mm-hmm. I found out that he lost his mother at a young age. His father has struggled wow. with substance abuse. He's lost friends within weeks of each other. Um, so, you know, these are things that really affect us when we lose people that we grew up with or people who have had our back and then they're gone. And you may feel like you don't have it, that person or that level of backup anymore. Like these things affect you and you got to get it out. You can't just think about it. Um, right, and sit our on environments it. matter. Like your environmental circumstances, like what you grew up around. You know, yeah. for nine times out of ten, it's going to affect how you look at life, and it's going yeah. to plague you mentally. You know, if it's not uh, emotionally or physically, it's definitely going to plague you mentally. Um, and as I was saying before, like you know, a lot of these issues, we're hesitant to bring them to the forefront because it's like, well, you don't know what I'm going through. I, especially men. As men, we're we're type, you know, mm-hmm. a bit prideful. We don't let our wall down so easily at times. We're and taught like, to be strong and handle everything. Exactly, like masculinity is like built up in some don't tell your issues or don't cry. No, if I gotta cry, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna keep it real with you. You know, what I, mean? I don't know when the last time I cried, but if I gotta cry, gonna I'm gonna play cry. that Paul Martin and let it rain. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna play some Drake, Marvin's room or something. Take Yo, care. I can't. I can't. No, bro. but seriously, like if I gotta cry, I'm gonna cry, right? I don't think yeah. ma- this whole perception of masculinity, you know, that America has, you can't do this. A man ain't supposed to do this. A woman, like who who made that up? Masculinity is defined by the creator himself, right? It's yeah, not in Christ. Definitely. However, yeah, so it's like, but also with that, there's not much points, but you go off different views and different narratives that correlate around it, that uh, circle around it. So, like I said, masculinity is all about in America or the world. A man can't cry. Don't tell your issues to a woman or to your, your boy. No. Like, I talk to my boys like, yo, what's good? Like, what's going on? Are you good? Like, how's your money situation? You know, how's your mind state? Like, yo, we got a man up. We got to do this. I talk to my friends, my, my grown, you know, male friends like that because yo like, we got to step it up and <clears throat> excuse me mm-hmm. and that was a good food um but yeah it's, we got to step it up come on somebody <laughs> ah, it's time. but yeah no we got to step it up and like i said back to that point i was saying i've been guilty of that i was like you don't know what i'm going through and i'm like that away at times i'm still like that till this day like i ain't about to tell you this you know what i'm going through. you can't relate 
there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, you gotta fight. Like, you gotta fight the urge to yeah. the, the urge in you that says this. I'm the only person that's gone through this. Nobody can not. understand. Nobody can. You're really not help me with this because you never know who God has put in your life to help you through situations. It could be somebody you would never expect. Yeah, <laughs> um, man. Listen, and I just definitely want to encourage um, anyone who may be listening. Um, if you have things that are going on in your life. And you know that they affect you. Um, they stay on your mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. They cause you to have fear. They cause you to do something that's harmful. Please, please, please. First, before you take it to anybody, please take it to the Lord Jesus Christ. Right, 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 right. Take it to him right. first. Take it to God, um, man. Take it to your And I just, man, it's just so important to find people that will point you back to God. Right. It's because some people will point you the wrong way. Like they'll point you down to drugs, to sex. Some people point you down to the wrong avenues. Like I can help you. And that's a temporary fix, right? We're yeah. talking about eternal fixes here. We're talking about something that'll sustain you forever, not just for the moment. We all, Definitely. you know, sometimes, yeah, we run to our vices. We smoke, we drink, we have sex. We, we, I'm speaking generally, like we do all this to get stuff off our, you know, our mental, but then after that it's done, it's still there. So and it's like, right there waiting for you again. Exactly. And it's like our aim is to point you to someone that'll fix it permanently, you know. Um, and obviously there'll be, you know, ups and downs, but that's a part of life. And like I said, if y'all can't listen, you listening and you want to talk to me, hit my DM up. You know, hit the two tones, hit Tony up. Yeah. Like I joke and play on the timeline. Like I do. That's what I'm a clown. Right? That's what I do. But I'm all about empathy and other people succeeding and doing better mentally. I'm all about the emotional, mental mindset of folks, those around me, those I don't know. Like you may not be following me on Twitter, email me. Like it's really that serious, you know. Um, definitely. So I definitely got to, I'm going to challenge myself to be more accountable to my friends, to my family members, you know, to my siblings, you know, to people in the timeline, because like, we have to be that way. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's definitely important, you know, because we got Lamar's situation, you know, got who would have known would have been stopped at the second stage. It wouldn't have got this deep if someone probably was actually there and willing, you know, to be like, yo, come on, I'm going through this with you, you know, and who mm-hmm. knows, maybe they were. Sometimes we just continuously push it out and we deal with the consequences. You know, yeah, sometimes what I'm we like, don't accept the help when it right. comes. Yeah. And so that, that just reminds mm-hmm. me of the um, this kind of a parable in a sense. Um, but it's like that. um the example of the person who's stuck on, you know, a raft in the middle of the ocean and the boat comes by and they say, nah, go ahead. I'm waiting on God. And then the airplane comes by and drops the, uh, the little ladder and they like, nah, keep going. I'm waiting on God. And then they die and they'd be like, God, I was waiting for you. What happened? He'd be like, well, I sent you the boat. I sent you the plane and you told him no. Yeah, this, the parable this is from the Bible. There's no planes in the Bible. Oh, you speak speaking generally. I said it. I said it's oh. like a parable, dude. Oh, it's not I just said, par- bro. I just said it's like that parable in the Book of James. It was a plane that came out. <laughs> like, but nigga, ain't no planes in the Bible. I'm not Joel like- Osteen, fam. I don't put. No, oh, no, you ain't Creflo, God. But <laughs> yo, wait a minute, because I got a budget. If y'all want to donate, we will have a GoFundMe for the plane. Oh, if y'all want to oh, donate. We, no, for the podcast, playing all that. Like, let's y'all want to donate to my anime collection, my snapback collection. We here for it. We do need like five hundred thousand dollars for a plane, though. If y'all, um, I'm just kidding, what, y'all. <laughs> I said, what are we gonna use that plane for? Um, but yeah, to fly back and forth, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, we ain't gonna be cruffle today. Catch us on another Tuesday, maybe we, we're gonna, be, you know. But I mean, we'll think car- about it. We could have a plane with two different colors. I'm just kidding, man. 
No, dude. Now you have us flying ugly. But um, yeah, that's definitely from the Quran. Something what you just said. What you just said was definitely from the Torah, the Quran. But listen, bro, get out of here. No, <laughs> nah, it was definitely like a parable. You're right. And in all seriousness, like that parable is definitely true. We're like, no, I'm good. It's and the crazy thing is, some people are sitting in church that way. Like church is a place, you know, for healing. Yeah, and it's honestly not that way at times. Not just the church, though, because this is the thing, right? I don't want to make this peculiar to the church. It's like that in the mass shit and everywhere else, right? Because people paint this picture like, oh, church is a place you're supposed to... Listen, in every religious circle, religious place, whatever, there's going to be that type of atmosphere or that type of way, right? But that's a whole different discussion. But I, I just want to make it seem like it's we're beat up on the church or this is peculiar to the church. No, this happens in your household. This can happen freaking yeah. downstairs in your little... You know what I mean? So your classroom. Yeah, it ain't just kill you to the church. Day. Like, this is real life. People kill me with that. A church, church. Look at your life, like. But um, but yeah, man, it's definitely serious. And um, like I said, all prayers go out to Lamar Odom. Anybody listening to us, um, dealing with the same thing, hit us up, man. Like, definitely. we'll definitely pray with you. Pray for you. Um, definitely. This is Minister Lee coming out. You know, I am a clown, but listen. Reverend Tony me. Lee on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, somebody. Nah, Tony dot. Hit me, don't hit me on Instagram because you listen. After you see me on Instagram, you might not want me to pray for you. <laughs> hit, me, hit me on Twitter. They see that birthday cake, they're gonna be like, never mind. Oh, God. <laughs> listen, I ain't gonna talk about it. But They'll no. be like, he's a wine bibbler. You're talking about you like you, Jesus, man. So, back to the topic. Hit me up and <laughs> hit me up and real talk, man. Y'all dealing with something, reach out to us or reach out to those close to you, man. And I challenge those of you. You know, who are that person is saying, you know, the stubborn person, reach out to the, you know, let people inside your lives, the right people now, you know, let your friends help you, let them pray for you. Like everybody is not to get you or attack you. And yeah. what I'm saying, like, we got to stop that mentality. Everybody's out to get me or attack me. No. And it may be hard opening up due to certain issues while growing up, as you said, but listen, it's worth it, man. It's worth the shot. We definitely got to be mindful of that. So yeah, man. Yeah. Um, man. Is there one? Nah, go ahead. Huh? I said, is there one? <laughs> <laughs> the altar's open. I feel like you just put a PayPal link up for the offering plate. Um, you retarded. But, we yeah. Give you a um, minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, we playing plastic bag. We're going to play plastic bag at this shit, two-tone ministry. But, yeah, man. Yo, get out. Get out, dog. <laughs> get out. Um, yeah, but the NBA season is coming up soon. Um, mm-hmm. And, no. Both of our teams are trash. Name one no, initial. No, no. So, no, your yes, team is trash. My your team is right. trash too. No, they not. Your power forward is two hundred and fifteen pounds. Y'all not doing nothing. Bro, we got. Are you crazy, Evan Turner, Mata Ellis, Evan Paul Turner? George. Yeah, the college from from Texas. Hey, come on, we ain't trash, but we. Oh, way I thought you was talking about Celtics, Evan Turner. I was about to be oh no, 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 no. ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, think, I'm definitely thinking the wrong one, but we do have Turner at center, at, at center. But y'all come trash. On, Don't. Man. Don't put, don't piggyback y'all horribleness. That's not a word. On y'all us. gonna be like, worse than us. Why are you, bro? Y'all gonna be worse than the Sixers, bro? Listen, I get that you're trying to be y'all giddy for this podcast. Your team is trash. Y'all know, y'all niggas know. Y'all we gonna be in the lottery, but y'all, y'all are too. No, all right, okay. See, I don't, dude. The Pacers are okay. We're an okay team. Um, we're not, bro. Y'all great. keep taking these uh, Jodeci pictures. Nah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you might. That might be a downfall. You might be right. George Hill dying his head like Chris Brown. Um, He's Cisco now. Definitely Cisco. <laughs> now um, y'all Drew Hill. Y'all not Jodeci no more. <laughs> <laughs> now we Drew Hill. Nah. Um, yeah. Y'all not, you all not even worth, you know, we don't even talk about y'all. 
Y'all not worth the, you know, worth the time, worth the conversation. Like, the Sixers are trash. Like, I, no real talk, dude. Like, Sixers are trash. You're not even going to waste our time <laughs> on them. And they're going straight to the lottery. Like, we that's not. lottery. We at least be, we're at least going right. to be seven, eight, you know. No, y'all not. Y'all a not. good eight Sorry. and a half. Let's talk, let's talk about the playoffs. Let's pick, pick your eight from each side. Eight from each side. I don't think it's that much in the East to go with eight. It's got to be, though, by the fall. It's got to uh, be <laughs> Listen, listen, I ain't going to do all that. I'm going with the semis, dinner finals, all right? All right, so you picking the last four? No, I'm picking the last. Yeah, Conference yeah, yeah, yeah. finals and vinyls. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking you talking about uh, division. But, yeah, here we go. Um, East Coast, Chicago, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Washington might put up a run, but Chicago and Cleveland, man. And Cleveland's going. Like, I don't. West Coast, San Antonio, and whoever, because it's really that stacked over there. It might be San Antonio and Dallas. It might be San Antonio and OKC, Golden State. But I'm going to say San Antonio and Houston. I'm going to say San Antonio and Houston. And um, Word? Really? If not Houston, OKC. I don't think Golden State going to really get there again. I, they're good, but I, I don't know, man. Um, And I got Cleveland taking it all. LeBron got to win this year. A healthy Cleveland. A healthy Cleveland is taking it all. You talking about Kyrie and Kevin Love and all of them healthy? Definitely taking it all. Like, I have... The Spurs are definitely a hard contender. Don't get me wrong. But a healthy Cleveland, bro, yeah, they're taking it all. So what about you? Philly and who else? <laughs> nah, Philly ain't going to the <laughs> finals. You know better. <laughs> nah, um, I think Cleveland wins the East. I don't even really care to pick who's going to be that conference finals opponent because it really won't matter. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to win the East. Like, hey, man. I would like to see the Pistons. I like their what? bigs. They got some good big men. Wait a minute. Didn't Greg Monroe leave? Never mind. My fault. But we're talking about... You said Pistons? That's why I know... Yo. Hey, All right, go, fam. Go ahead, I said big. I would like to see. I didn't say they were going to. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. But he ain't even there, so X them out. Um, but Milwaukee got a mm-hmm. lot of young pieces. Mm-hmm. So they could be in that mix for that other Toronto, spot in the Eastern Conference. Maybe. Nah. Toronto, all right. Uh-uh. I don't think so, fam. Okay, what about your West? All right, the West, I got San Antonio and Oklahoma City. Makes sense. Heavy, healthy uh, Durant. You know, Westbrook is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. listen. Well, so you got one of it all. I got San Antonio one of it all. Man, I got Cleveland, man. And I want to place a bet on this here podcast. But listen, I'll do it. But, um, but yeah, I can all see right. that. All right, so here's the bet. Here's the bet. Okay. For you, you pick my stipulation, I'll pick yours. Okay. If San Antonio wins it all, you got to put up a picture and stop being mysterious. No more mysteriousness. The, the, oh, wow. The, uh, the mystery's gone. Picture, so I got to put up a picture as my Avi for how long? My Twitter Avi. Period. Like, it's done for the... The mystery's done, fam. The mystery's, <laughs> the mystery's <laughs> the done. The mystique is done. The, the MF Doomness. The yeah, Doc the, Doom. The mystique um, is gone, bro. Okay, so full face pictures from now on. <laughs> Full yeah. frontals. Full frontals from pause, now on. Pause, 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 pause. Come on, pause. Like, come on, right? Like, pause. Full frontals from now from now on on Twitter. I got you. All right. Dang. Uh, that's going to be hard. But we out here. All right. If Cleveland wins, then you just got to stay at the third heaven. I bet you. I bet. I'm going to just bet. That's you said I got to what? You got to stay at the third heaven. Stay there or stay out? Stay out. Out. Oh, fam. How long? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, um. I don't know, man. Just, just make, nah. Just make your Avi like a Pacers Avi. If, oh. if Cleveland, 
No, yeah. So Cleveland, Cleveland wins. wins the Pacers. At- <laughs> yeah, because the Pacers are my team. You're going to support us regardless, my nigga. So right, if true. if Cleveland wins, make your Avi the Pacers Avi until next NBA season. All right. I'm down. All right. I'm Let's down. get it, man. If no one, and if no one wins, we'll just look stupid. Um, <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, man. It's definitely right. exciting so, to see, man. Let's let's uh, predict some trophies. Who wins MVP this year? Oh God. Um. Uh, wow. Wow. I, mm, I want to say Westbrook. I want to say Westbrook. I want to say Westbrook. I'm gonna say Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Okay. Who wins? Oh, um, go, go, go. Nah, I was just gonna say who wins Coach of the Year, or do you care? I don't really care, but Popovich might get it if they win it. Popovich might get it. Yeah. All right, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Mm. Uh. Arm. Mm. Armstrong, maybe. Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I said Armstrong. Good God. Yeah. 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 All right. So, for me, uh, my MVP pick. I mean, Russell. I said Armstrong. You got me saying the wrong name this whole time. Russell. God, I'm thinking of. What? D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking wrong. So, sport. what did you think he going to do with Kobe on the team? What Kobe going to do? It's Kobe last year, man. Like, Yeah, it's you... Kobe's last year. But how much you think D'Angelo's going to average? That he can win rookie of the year. Man, I'm I'm just hoping Kobe get injured again. So if he get injured again, we, if we get injured again, Armstrong. I, mean, I keep saying Armstrong. Why is Armstrong? But Russell's gonna you know have a clinic. Hopefully, but he's okay though. Honestly speaking, but uh, I mean, besides Jabari, like, uh, eh, Winslow. Who you got for rookie of the year? I got Jaleel Okafor. You know, you already know what's up. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but honestly, I've been watching them this preseason, like. The offensive game is polished. I think the numbers will be there. Um, I just worry about him defensively, but because yeah. Nerlens Noel is back there, I think uh, he won't get burned too bad. Um, for coach of the year, I think Jason Kidd might snag it this year with Milwaukee. Um, no, no, no defense. Nah, Derek Fisher. <laughs> hey, nah. he, he he can easily get coach of the year for what he. I mean, listen, got, he got Barnes. <laughs> he got coach of the year for that man. Barnes mm-hmm. got. MVP, he got coach of the year. That was nah. an unfortunate situation, though, man. But, yeah. Nah. Um, <laughs> coach of the year for that. Stupid. He can stand for that. And for but, MVP yeah. this year, I think um, I think Blake Griffin might take that. Blake Griffin? Interesting. Yeah. He I definitely think this is, is. I think this is Blake's year, I think, um, in terms of, like, his offensive game flourishing completely. Right. Um, I think it becomes his team for real. I think he takes it from CP3 as this really being his team this year. Yeah. CP3's uh, turning that corner of 30. Um, I so thought I, he reached the ceiling, too, but he didn't. I thought Blake Griffin already reached the ceiling, like he's not getting better. And yeah, he but he developed like, that jump shot last year, and it was pretty yeah, much money yeah. throughout the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he I think he does that. I think Blake's the MVP. Jaleel Okafor's the rookie of the year, and Jason Kidd for uh, – Coach of the year. Mm. We'll see, man. I'm just thinking about these bets, man. Full frontal quick. Oh yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, I'm definitely rooting for my Pacers. Um, we'll see what happens. No need to root for your Sixers. We know where they're going. Um, hey, fam. Your Pacers gonna be like fourth in the division. No, we're not. like, dude. Are you? 
Giants. Bruh, right. Milwaukee's better than y'all. Chicago's better than y'all. Cleveland's better than y'all. Okay. And Detroit might be better than y'all. Nah, ain't no... Nah. All right, well, we done talking about that. Um, <laughs> now, nah, we just go see. Jets. Am I just... Four and one. What is it talking I about? I know. I, because that wasn't Eagles. a joke. Yeah, but... Uh, I was trying to make one. you feel better. <laughs> you, got me, one, you got a good me team. You feel better? Nah, we four and one. My Mets doing good. Um, I'm a Yankees fan. But yeah, man. We're four, <laughs> we're four and one, man. My Jets are doing good. I'm going to a Jets game next month, hopefully. Um, Who y'all got up next? New England. The, oh, y'all got New England next? I'm gonna yeah. see that. I want to see that game. That, that's going to be man. That's going to be. I need y'all to beat them though. I'm just tired. I need. Of New England I need I us need to you. beat them. Like, <laughs> I need, I'm gonna say this right now. I think Brandon Marshall will have like 175 receiving yards. He already had four straight 100 yard games. Like, he putting in work. Ivy putting in work. Fitzpatrick is putting in subpar work, but listen, we doing our thing, man. The defense, defense is definitely putting in our work. Our defense <laughs> always putting in work. Like, man, Revis out. Like, we we doing it. We doing it. So I'm proud of my teams, man. Don't even mention your team. Um, it's not yeah. worth it. Um, I mean, thanks, y'all, for tuning in. <laughs> hey, fam, we about to win tonight and uh, be tied up at the top of the division. So, yeah. nah, Giants about to hit beat y'all. Y'all they're not that good. Like Yo, on paper, fam. maybe, but fam, relax. We about to beat the Giants. We about to handle them real quick. We'll see, man. We ain't making no bets on this game. Um, <laughs> we definitely make no bets on this game. But yeah, man. Right, definitely. Fam. Well, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Two Tones. Uh, this is Tony Timberlake 3. Instagram, yeah, Twitter, Periscope, all that good stuff. And my brother yeah, is. Yeah, I'm Tony Lee. I'm mad you just ended that. We really just had a conversation. You said, all right. Oh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, <laughs> it was like we was really on the phone. Oh, um, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Uh, uh, but seriously, uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, I definitely want y'all to, you know, like really be, you know, key and really be serious and adamant about, you know, the whole reaching out and accountability thing. That's definitely important. Um, Kirk, stop grinding on pianos and go patient. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, oh, wait a minute. We forgot. All, we got all about that. But Christian Gray is not on Kirk's album. Kirk, I'm upset. I'm upset, Kirk. He probably... He probably put the Andy Minio. He probably put him up there, but then gave him the credits. Oh, like pr- Spazzy and Andy? <laughs> yeah. Andy, he's mad because Spazzy get all that shine probably. I don't know why Andy did that. <laughs> Business purposes, I don't get it. Christian Gray isn't on the album, quote-unquote. On paper, he isn't. But we'll see. You know, um, Christian likes to surprise us with certain flows and hooks sometimes. You know, shout out to Christian Gray, man. Dope, dope, dope artist. Um, but follow me on Twitter, at Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-W underscore. And that's all I'm giving you. If you can find you me can follow the show. And you can follow the show at the number two, the word two tones, the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. And iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. T, I said T, the number two, T-O-N-E-S. Two tones, one word, two tones. The number two. I was in Best Buy, you know, advertising a show like, yo, seeing two women start talking. You know, I do radio, whatever. Not really radio, but I had to make it sound good. But like, I got a podcast. (laughs) I do radio. Check us out. So check us out, man. Two tones. We trying to do something big here, man. We trying to get it going. Shout out to y'all for listening. You too. We we really thank the listeners, man. All two of y'all ride with us. <laughs> we, we thank all two and a half of y'all ride with us, man. It's like the tenth week. Well, it's like the tenth eleventh episode. We thank y'all for riding with us. We trying to keep doing this thing strong. We trying to be. We ain't trying to be. We are just us. If you don't like it, then find another podcast. But please stay because we really need you. Listen, um, but oh, yeah, man. And shouts out to uh, Clock Radio Speakers for their two hundredth episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They doing big things. Shout out to Armand and Doc, man. That, Armand is the same guy that dropped the Give You a Minute record we was talking about. So, ArmandWakeUp.com. Shout out to Doc. Man, we so, out here, man. 
So squad. check out Clock Radio Speakers. Check out OurMindWakeUp.com. Check stuff. out Friendzone, too. That's a dope podcast out there. Friendzone. See, we plugging everybody else's podcast. I mean, I know, that's what right? we do, though. We show love, man. That's Power all I'm going to show, <laughs> we need some sponsorships, yo. Rapzilla, y'all might be scared to get us because we kind of. Yo, you, you gotta know. get bevel, man. <laughs> I'm, I I just got a bevel razor. You know what I mean? This is advertisement, and it's, I'm not getting paid for this, but bevel razor it helps prevent razor bumps. Um, it's specifically made for African African American men and men of color, and it's clinically proven to help things on your skin and stuff like that. And and all I seen was it prevents razor bumps. And as a black man, you know we hate them razor bumps. So it's a miracle <laughs> that this razor is like the second coming. You know, to help us with these razor bumps. So, get a bubble razor. It's about a hundred dollars. I know it's it's pricey, but it's definitely worth it. it. Comes with a shaving kit, um, oil, balm, a brush. It's definitely weighty too. So, um, go to getbubble.com. Make your beard flourish. Yeah, make that beard flourish, man. I mean, get the get that star crunch from out your neck. Ladies don't like that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Get that star crunch from off your neck. That fudge around in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that fudge around off your face. But um, <laughs> yo, you stupid. Well, we out, y'all. Get (laughs) Get Bevel.com. We out. Squat. Peace.